0: equality of opportunity and equality of access.
1: You know, it, it came from a kind of quite a natural place as well, um, the,
0: the the idea and the concept of doing this. Not everyone is into football and cricket. Then you're never going to play sport. You're just going to think it's not for me because you didn't get the opportunity to play those sports. And actually, you might actually be really good at sport, but you don't know it because you didn't have the opportunity to do it. It's about enjoyment. Sport is about enjoyment, development and identifying talent
1: you know being fit and being healthy and being competitive you know it's it's from our traditions i think the sporting organizations have been
0: really good to us and actually we thought to ourselves this is fantastic and that's where the journey started
1: welcome to the murabiun show raising awareness of islamic schools ladies and gentlemen welcome to a brand new series from the murabiun show In this particular series, we'll be covering sporting organisations and this is a really important topic because it's centred around a brand new product that Murabbiyun is bringing to the schooling community called Murabbiyun Sports. And so without further ado, I've got a lovely guest with me here today, Talal Hussain, who's the co-founder alongside myself of Murabbiyun Sports. How are you doing, Talal? You well? Yeah, Alhamdulillah, really good. How about yourself? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, You know, the way I usually start off these podcasts, right? Yeah? I usually start them off just to warm the guests up with some quickfire questions. The questions I'm going to ask you are a little bit different to the questions I usually ask my audience, uh, my previous guests, anyway. Um, So let's start off. What's the last live sporting event that you attended?
0: Mm. Last event that I actually went to, like, uh, I suppose elite elite event would be a football match. Football match. <laughs> I was at Anfield watching Liverpool play a game. Oh man, I feel sorry for you. Were you forced to go? <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually quite quite enjoyable, quite enjoyable experience. You know, it's quite a nice setup. They've got the Anfield. You've got um, you've got like prayer area at Okay, yeah, it's a prayer area on, on the side. Uh, and one of the st- underneath one of the stands and the oldest masjid in the UK yeah in Liverpool so before we kind of went to the stadium popped into the masjid mashallah really nice uh abdullah Quilliam mashallah good and uh, apparently he was um, his friends with the 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 reverend i think he was a set up liverpool good friends with abdullah william wow. who was a muslim who kind of set up the masjid and is still going alhamdulillah so yeah the last uh, sporting live sporting event was for me was uh, was anfield
1: good i make sure next time it's old Trafford. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pool or snooker you know actually to play playing i prefer playing pool yeah because snooker is um, is it just a bit tougher to play isn't it in terms of just uh, cue ball control but actually watching yeah, I, t- I try to watch pool But just yeah. You can't just really get into it at all It's, but snooker, it's a bit chaotic Yeah, yeah And you know Snooker is quite yeah. Enjoyable to watch actually It's
1: quite relaxing actually It is quite relaxing just,
0: uh, But It just reminds me of You know Exams Snooker <laughs> World Championships The Snooker World Championships Exam time Should be revising But spending hours Just watching Snooker That's just kind of the memory I have <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, It Sounds like it's a nice memory At least to be fair What other sports, other than pool, do you struggle to watch?
0: Whether it be live or Yeah, you know, actually, what I used to really enjoy watching, Tour de France cycling. Oh, okay. Even athletics, I used to quite enjoy. But since the doping scandals that have hit them, it just kind of really turned me off totally. I'm not, I'm sure what I'm watching now. Is it elite athletes or is it kind of (laughs) people who are on drugs or what? I mean, that's... uh, a big concern isn't it you know? yeah. so in terms of watching those sports where I think the integrity has been compromised I just can't get into them at all yeah.
1: I think I would struggle full stop to watch the Tour de France I mean there, there were occasions where um, you know when Bradley Wiggins was doing well mm. and I had some colleagues at work that were yeah. into cycling and you know I, I, I did kind of just you know flick onto it and just watch it for a moment but I mean I could have watched it for hours on end I
0: mean, yeah. Formula 1 as well I think it's a bit overrated especially if you're going to watch it live I'm just trying to think. You'll be at one place and you just see the cars going past. I mean, what what is so exciting about that? You're probably into Formula One, aren't you? I am into Formula One, and but I just you, watch it live. I just can't kind of imagine. it's kind of
1: like one of those ones on my bucket list. I think I think what it is is that I would, I think it's one of those ones that I want to do, and and I agree with you. It, it'd probably be more for the experience mm. of not just the race, but everything that comes with it. But I think at the end of it, I'd probably be like, you know what. You know, can these guys come around any faster? Because I can see a car going past. We went to see the baseball recently in London. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it was not even halfway, and we left because yeah. it was just boring. Really, it was just slow commercials, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't. You know, I think in the UK we we used to watching sports that are quite fast paced, yeah, quite quick,
0: and there's no <coughs> kind of breaks in between. If you watch football, Premier League football, for uh, example, it's just ongoing that 90 minutes. Okay, you have your <coughs> break at half time. But other than that, it's just engaging yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And American sports, the difference with them is the constant breaks and the timeouts. I mean, I actually did watch some NBA recently and I thought the last, I don't know, three minutes lasted for about 20 minutes, the amount of timeouts and the amount of the clock had to stop and the fouls and the commercial breaks. Even NFL, I really like NFL. But um, the w- if I'm going to watch it, I'll just watch the highlights.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, so. All right, let's get through a couple of these, uh, the last few ones uh,
0: quickly. Favourite sport?
1: Favourite. Playing, playing.
0: Playing sport, I mean, just grew up on football, to be honest. That's my kind of okay. go-to.
1: Greatest sporting personality, in your opinion. Could be somebody around today, could
0: be somebody that's been around. If I was going to just think I- think about it from a... Yeah, from, I would say you know, looking at it from um, perspective of a Muslim and a role model, it has to be Habib at the moment. I mean, I can't really go past him in terms of just the impact he's had and the way he's conducted himself, his devotion, he's he's uncompromising in his, you know. So, views, and his Islam, and obviously, and then his record, it's been yeah. amazing, so, guy just stands head and shoulders above anyone else out there, in terms of just representing a, a Muslim role model, that yeah. you look at anything, if, I mean, even, I've listened to some podcasts where, you know, non-Muslims have been talking about, you know, you, know, you get Joe Rogan, and he's got this yeah. podcast, he was talking about Habib, and he was saying, he was just saying that he just... Uh, person of character he was saying you know we look for people of character that stand out and are devoted and disciplined and what you look at as in a role model and Mm. and he was talking about Habib as well and I thought you know right now I I would say he's the one that stands out I
1: think I'd agree I think (coughs) it'd be difficult to top that with anybody who's kind of uh, in the elite space today what's your most memorable sporting moment growing up and even there
0: Probably just you know, you know the enjoyment and just winning a trophy. When you know if, you know just it might have just be the Sunday League and we won the trophy. It's just enjoyable. I think more than I think with sport, especially team sports, it's the actual the moments you have with your uh, with your teammates. Uh, I was listening to actually um, one of the footballers talking about after retiring what they miss most. They say we missed the changing room, we miss the banter. Yeah, you know that's really what it's all about. The winning, obviously, you know, is is great. So I'd probably say just one of those kind of competitions we won on a Sunday League, maybe, and uh, just having the fun and the enjoyment of it. Great,
1: great. All right, JazakAllah, khai. thank you very much for um, getting us all kind of uh, warmed up, warmed up, familiar with uh, your mashallah sporting accolades uh, in Sunday League. Um, <laughs> let's let's now really get to the main topic Murabian um, sports okay um, in a nutshell, keep it as simple
0: as possible to start off with but what is in sports? So in sports in a nutshell is about equality of opportunity and equality of access to sports for young Muslims. So we know that. You know, mashallah, we got a young Muslim population in the UK and a lot of them are really into sports. But often having access to a, a wide range of sports is limited. So Morobyun Sports is about building relationships with sporting organizations so that young people can have access to a wide range of sports and which can then lead to competition and in a further development, okay, where where did the idea stem from? It actually happened when it was the two of us. Actually, we were at um, a football event, uh, which was uh, organised by the English Schools Football Association, and some Muslim schools were taking part. It was um, spring, early spring, cold. In I think it was cold, cold day in Northampton, and we're watching the the the, the competition. And actually, we thought to ourselves, "This is fantastic. Wouldn't be great if we could have, if we could replicate this with other sports, replicate with other sports, not just football." You know, young Muslims there were really enjoying the competition. It was this kind of environment, which worked for them. We thought, "This is brilliant. Could we not replicate this for other sports?" And that's where the journey started. Do you I recall,
1: remember do you recall that event? I remember it because uh, I felt a chill down my spine that day um, yeah you always reflect on what you what you pack in your bag right and yeah. I think that day I think I should have uh, packed a hat and the gloves and, and all of that now I mean I can remember us kind of coming away from that and saying to ourselves actually opportunities at times for um, for members of our community to come and participate in the competition. Uh, access good facilities We were yeah. at a good facility yeah. I think it was in Wellingborough Yeah, yeah um, And also oh, just Market Harbour Market Harbour, sorry yeah. Market Harbour And just to work with an organisation Like the ESFA yeah. um, And when with all the infrastructure organisation And it just kind of opened up My eyes certainly anyway in, in the conversation that we had That actually Maybe this can be replicated Maybe this can be done uh, Across a, a variety of different sports um, And I think what also probably helped is that we're generally quite interested in sports ourselves, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Um, we, we, we have the odd um, discussion, debate and a dig about our competing uh, teams and, and uh, you know, uh, sports we follow. And so, you know, it, it came from a kind of quite a natural place as well, um, the, the, the idea and the concept of doing this. I mean, <coughs> going back then, I mean, and even now, I mean, what do you think we were, what do you think we were hoping to achieve um, back then when we, when we were just talking about the idea
0: yeah I think it was about access <coughs> and opportunity is back to those two words like you said Market Harbor excellent facilities referees, the setup and then the link with the English schools Football Association and that sporting organization and the kind of infrastructure they can bring it was like okay we can develop this relationship further. That was kind of a, the early days of our relationship with the um, English Schools Football Association and that's kind of really blossomed, blossomed as well. So one aspect was kind of developing that and then saying, all done, maybe we could do this with other sporting organisations and uh, engage with them and start to get our teachers upskilled, understand how to coach different sports and then giving the children the opportunity to play sports i mean my thing is even though i w- was really into football and cricket uh, as as a youngster not everyone is into football and cricket mm, of course and of if course. if you don't get opportunities then you, if you are put off by football and cricket you don't get opportunities to play other sports then you're never going to play sport you're just going to think it's not for me because you didn't get the opportunity to play those sports and actually, you might actually be really good at sport, but you don't know it because you didn't have the opportunity to do it. Yeah, it's about that up, It's about getting those relationships with those sporting organisations and then giving young people the opportunity to play those sports.
1: So we're going to come on to a little bit more detail a little bit later mm-hmm. on, uh, in terms of what Murabian Sports specifically has mm. done and some of the highlights yeah. and some of the organisations that we're working with, etc. I mean, if we were to kind of establish a success criteria... Mm. From what I've been sports, what would you say three or four
0: of those you know winning tickets would be for us? Okay, so f- right uh, when we when we sat down and we kind of broke down what we want to achieve, what we said was that um, number one is to create opportunity, uh, and number two is for young Muslims to participate in sport to actually enjoy sport. It's about enjoyment. Sport is about enjoyment first and foremost. You know, the enjoyment of playing, the enjoyment of competition, so participation. Number three, leading on from participation is to develop, you know, a range of s- skills. For that, you need to have coach coaches who can guide you. Mm. So if someone starts playing the sport, then you need someone to kind of say, okay, actually... In, if you did it just like this, uh, if you just like, take the snooker example we were talking about before. If you hold the cue like this, if your stance is like this, you know, it'll be much smoother. The strike will be much smoother. Or if you put your hands like this, you'll be able to catch the ball better. And so the coaching element would have to come in. So from participation and coaching, then you get an improvement in, uh, in, in skill development. Then from there, Is competition, you know. Once you get people, uh, young people who are uh, capable or enjoy playing a sport, then competing with other uh, young people is is another great kind of thing to do. And especially if you know getting into that used to uh, competition and the the excitement and the thrill you get from that. And then I would say from there, uh, it's a case of um, development and identifying talent. So sometimes, like I said before, you might have someone who's really naturally gifted in something. They just don't know it because they haven't done it. And once they've had the opportunity and you can identify, hold on, this person's got a bit of natural talent in this, then maybe creating pathways for them to go into you know, further development. And ideally, we'd love to have some elite development into... Into a sport and becoming a role model. So, I was, you know, we had that meeting with the ECB, mm. and uh, when I was talking to the sister there, Sabah, and I was saying that actually, it's amazing that we had Moin Ali captaining, captaining the England cricket team in Pakistan, and that was really kind of a, an amazing moment to see a practicing Muslim, you could say. Uh, you know, leading the England cricket team. And uh, it'd be great to have other, you know, young Muslims in, in other sporting uh, spheres representing the country and uh, in, in elite performance. Okay. So, yeah, those are kind of the uh, things that we really want. Success for us is, yeah, we want everyone to participate, get into competition, and hopefully elite performance. Mm.
1: One thing I'll just add to that is... We also, we touched on this earlier on, but it is also about kind of offering uh, a wide range of opportunities. I think this is really important. I was having this conversation last night at home, actually, and we were just talking about how traditionally, families from the subcontinent, we haven't always had access uh, and families haven't always bought into uh, less commercialised sports, let's just say, Maybe they've been supportive of some of the more common sports, Mm. but the idea of kind of having a mix and a variety, Mm. maybe because the face doesn't fit, Mm. okay? Um, But it's not always been easy growing up and being able to access the idea of saying to your family, your parent, I want to go to Formula One. Yeah. Or can I go and participate in gymnastics? Mm. Or, you know, maybe even let's go to the the local tennis court, you know? Football is different, mm. and even beyond that, it's a bit of a stretch. Maybe even basketball, if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, swimming, you know, we, mm. we know that's a prophetic sport. Okay, let's move on to another segment of the uh, show. I want to talk a little bit about impact. What, <coughs> what, what difference does it make when a young person can participate in sports in general versus when they can't?
0: In terms of benefits... First and foremost, physical benefits. Yeah, that's obvious. I was reading somewhere actually yesterday or the day before about the obesity levels in the, in certain parts of the country. Young young people how they're physically really unfit, and, um, and that's detrimental to to them. Obviously, so the number one benefit for young people in terms of participation is the physical benefits physical health and we are we are getting to a generation of you know playstation and you know gadgets and that's having a detrimental effect on their physical well-being so physical health number one mental health number two you know opportunity to be outdoors to be in nature even you know just outside and participating in sports Mentally, it refreshes, you know, individuals. A fresh air, you know, heart, the heart beating, you know, uh, uh, adrenaline, uh, all that will impact on mental health. And if you go further into kind of being part of a team or getting into a sport in a bit more kind of a, a formal setting, then you start to get. Start to develop different characteristics and qualities, discipline. You have to be somewhere on time, especially if it's a team sport. You know, you have uh, expectations and behavior, and then how to, and the social aspects, how to deal with people. Mm. That's something you really pick up, especially. I mean, when I played sports uh, when I was younger and with different teams, the makeup is different. So, you know, Alhamdulillah, I was quite academic, but not necessarily all the people that you play sports with will be from your kind of peer group, Who friends that you would normally associate with maybe. There were different types of people and you get to know people, different people maybe you wouldn't have normally engaged with. So I remember playing Sunday League and um, it was really interesting because there were kind of a wide range of backgrounds. And so you get to know people who you probably wouldn't normally have got an opportunity to meet, mm-hmm. and so this is, that's the social aspect. And then all these things you can take uh, a young person could take into their life, into their academic life, into their work life, into whatever they're doing. They will definitely benefit them in the in the long term. So, yeah, I would say it's really kind of I say it's vital, is absolutely vital for young people to be. Taking some aspect of the daily, you know, 24 hours in the day, they should have some part of that devoted to sport, sporting activity, or even just going for a walk or the nature because it's going to benefit them you know, massively.
1: Let's hone in, in a little bit more on the target audience. So why is it important for young Muslims to participate in sports? Obviously, our target market is Muslims in Muslim schools, yeah, okay, and the reason behind that is because we've come to realise, through our experience in terms of leading Muslim schools yeah. or being around leaders of Muslim schools or visiting Muslim schools, that sometimes the opportunities are quite limited, aren't they?
0: Yeah, that's okay? why. I mean, for Muslim, for young Muslims, it's about opportunity, and like I said at the beginning, access. Yeah, access it's, is the, access is the main problem the opportunity to play sports, especially in inner city areas, you know, facilities, you know, access to the facilities are really limited. And even in schools, Muslim schools, access to facilities and opportunities is limited. Uh, We want to give them those opportunities.
1: And I think also at the same time, I think we, 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 if we look at the prophetic tradition, Hmm. okay. And, you know, we understand that the prophet peace and blessings be upon him from many uh, narrations we can see that him and his companions were participating in sports yeah you know? definitely common definitely. sports yeah. like that our, our people are um it's part of their day-to-day routine swimming yeah. yeah you know more and more people are getting into archery wrestling archery, wrestling yeah. you mentioned habiba live yeah. on wrestling and yeah. jujitsu and all of that and you know being fit and being healthy and being competitive yeah. you know it's it's from our traditions yeah. um and I think so for that reason, you know, we there should be a real focus and emphasis uh, within the Muslim community to really revitalise that. And the way that we can do it is by complementing those mentioned sports yeah. with other opportunities yeah. that also exist in, in the society that we live in today. And I think what's important for me is that often Muslim schools, for many reasons, whether it be because of... Access, whether it be because of funding, mm. or whether it be because of scope, mm. in terms of being able to look and think beyond mm. the apparent, I think there's a, you know, I think there's a need for somebody like us, like mm. a Murabi in sports, to come along and facilitate, oh definitely, definitely, facilitate for them, and and present these opportunities.
0: We need the teachers to be comfortable, to be able to coach those sports as well. So that's why we kind of one of our that we're looking at developing is a teacher training so the teachers are able to coach the different sports and be comfortable doing that so that you know the children can really really excel
1: i think the other thing that's really important for me as well is that what we don't want to do is we don't want young muslims who are attending um, private schools islamic Mm. schools where there might be limited opportunities Mm. To have any kind of limitations or any regrets yeah uh or any ill feeling that they weren't able to get um, a whole mix a whole experience yeah. in their um young uh during their young lives yeah, yeah definitely. and so you know again i think it's really important that we provide that and inshallah the idea behind it is is to really kind of um take that responsibility and and really kind of try and service and make this available for as many young Muslims dotted around the country as possible, right? Yep, that's it. All right, let's now switch back to Murabi in sports. I want to understand in a little bit more detail, I want the audience to try and understand, specifically, what has Murabi in sports done as a service? So today, up until now, we're at the end of the summer holidays, yeah. where is Murabi in sports? So Murabi in sports officially launched in March 2023. Yeah. So it's coming up to what? Six months? Yeah. So if how, how does it work? Do I do I do I as a parent, do I as a child, do I as a school, um,
0: you know, call you, email you? Mm. Ha- how does it work? How does it work? Okay, so Morobion Sports, what we've done is we've um, built relationships with over twenty sporting organizations. RFU, Goldball, you know, England squash, etc., et cetera. Et cetera. These relationships have been built uh, over the last six months and what the sporting organisations uh, are doing with us is offering opportunities to uh, Islamic schools, Muslim schools and, uh, and the young people that attend them. So what schools can do is, what we, what we decided was the best way for schools to access uh, these opportunities is online. So we set up a, a website and schools can register on the website and access all these different opportunities.
1: Great, and it's as simple as somebody logs onto the website, has the opportunity to view all the opportunities at hand, whether it be yeah. attending an event, whether mm-hmm. it be receiving some coaching, whether yeah. it be access to some resources, yeah. and
0: away you go. Yeah, straightforward. And once, uh, once schools are registered, straight away, like you said, download resources, lesson plans, uh, coaching, and uh, even opportunities to attend sporting events. So recently, we had uh, an event at Lords, the the cricket, and we had I think maybe it was was a it hundred yeah. young young people had the opportunity to go and take uh, go to Lords and yeah, they watched
1: the uh, women's T Twenty
0: and they really enjoyed it. Feedback was England, amazing. Australia, and then you had that uh, we had uh, the opportunity for a school to get some coaching in, in golf with the mga muslim golf association yeah. at uh, at, the, at the at the open yeah i was there was that there. was
1: that, that was a special moment actually because i think I, um, you know i stand to be corrected but i think maybe the first muslim school to attend um, a prestigious golf event like the mm. open i mean you're talking about an international event that mm. gets worldwide coverage mm. and it was amazing um, it was a long day All the way mm. up to Liverpool Yeah But it was well worth it And I think uh, the school That participated Manchester Muslim Prep School um, They thoroughly enjoyed it The kids were There um, Receiving some coaching They managed to sit At the Grand In the 18th hole wow. They managed to meet Some of the players mm. I think I um, can't remember the, One of the players names That the, ki- the kids managed To get signatures of I missed mm. that part mm. But it, it was fantastic yeah. It really It's been really nice And I think That kind of nicely led on To what I was going to say About highlights I mean mm. We've co- It's been quite nice. We've taken some of the kids to the Lords. We've taken yeah. some of the kids to the open. Yeah. Um, you coordinated some events at the end of last term where you had um, a school in Oldham participate in uh, uh, LTA LTA tennis, 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 tennis coaching, and tennis coaching
0: yeah. archery, archery and uh, squash. Archery and squash were uh, in Birmingham. In Birmingham, we had coaches coming down and delivering sessions for boys and girls uh, in. Uh, Squash yeah, squash and archery. I mean, squash has been fantastic. Um, and, the, and the amazing thing about uh, once you have this relationship with different sporting organisations is that you think, like we think, that squash needs to play in the squash court. We need to get the facilities. We need to go to a leisure centre. Oh, it's going to be a lot of hard work. But what England squash have done is they've got these things called rebound walls. Yeah. So you just they you just set them up. It's brilliant, really brilliant. So you can play squash in the in the playground. So when we set you up in these different schools, it was amazing. You, g- you could get a whole class playing squash and you just needed about three rebound rules. Great, great.
1: I mean, on that point, I think the sporting organisations have been really good to us. I fantastic, think, yeah, fantastic. I think um, the initially approaching them, um, we didn't quite know what we were going to get received back. Mm, but mm. I think the response was quick. Um, people were keen to work with us. I think they found a level of comfort in being able to work with a community that maybe they've struggled to access. Um, And I think they felt as though actually maybe they found a partner who, who can facilitate that for them. And I think it's really exciting, actually, it is exciting um, I think, I think yeah. we've got some good people Within those organisations That mm. are willing to uh, but Maybe
0: your future f- podcast Could be with some of these yeah, Partners that we've got Definitely definitely.
1: Th- that's the idea behind yeah. it The future podcast The idea is to bring in Some of these partners To talk about some of their Specific sports Talk about why they want to Tap into the Muslim community Young Muslims etc And, and what, what they can do So so, Inshallah that will be um, the, the next episodes to come
0: One of the other things Actually I just remembered That we did which was really successful was um, our, you know, kind of with the sporting, with the different sporting organisations was to just offer them a bit of insight into Muslims, the Islamic faith and Muslim athletes and how they approach different events in the year. Yeah. So the Ramadan uh, webinars webinars we did were really successful. We did one
1: on Ramadan. We did one on Hajj. Yeah. Um I was lucky to go and present at the first uh, England Boxing EDI conference mm. in Sheffield. Mm. That's been surprising for us, isn't it? Yeah. Because we didn't we didn't go into it um to offer that, but I think the way that the relationships have formed, mm. people have maybe seen um something within um within what I've been mean sports to yeah. think that maybe we are a suitable um part that you could be able to kind
0: of pitch and present um it's about training it's about training them as well and uh, giving them a little bit more insight into what it means to be a muslim and to participate in sport what that yep. what that looks like yep. and yeah it's really, really that was really i think that's been really successful
1: what do you think the some of the challenges ahead for us are you know you know we've got some we're really ambitious in terms of what we want yeah. to try and do and it's not going to happen overnight but i mean mm. what do you think the obvious challenges might be that we need to overcome
0: I mean for us guys we just kind of just started off and so capacity for us I think the sporting organizations are ready to go with us Really, to do lots of different things and different events and coaching and you know competition and all this from our side I think probably we need to develop our team a bit more okay yeah we need to kind of really get a few more people on board I mean, if there are any kind of really budding sporting uh, people, that are really into sport, who are really interested, maybe great, can get in touch with you, you know, and be part of our team. You yeah,
1: yeah. No, and I think for me, an- another challenge alongside that will be our ability to be able to reach all of our customers, if you're to put it mm. that way, our yeah. users. So you know, um, they're spread across the UK. Yeah, um, they're spread. Uh, they're not in in one particular town or one particular city mm. um there's you know close to hundred and eighty Muslim schools you know with nearly fifty thousand young people participate mm. in those schools and obviously we're keen to be fair and um and accessible to everybody so that's a challenge yeah. um that we need to kind of work on and capacity will help but also we've got to be realistic as well in terms of the trajectory by which we can access everybody so I think that's going to be an interesting challenge ahead,
0: and maybe also just um I don't think everyone knows about us yet, do they? All in the schools yeah. will not Awareness. know about us. Awareness. Awareness yeah.
1: yeah, we need to know about So hopefully this podcast will help as well, get people a little bit more familiar with who we are and what we do, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I think some, some challenges ahead, which we recognise and we embrace mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to. I mean, as we come kind of to the end of the um, discussion, I mean, what are you looking forward to most? Apart from the obvious, you know, uh, get in, get a ticket to to watch Liverpool and maybe the uh, Carabao Cup final. <laughs> That'll be the only thing, maybe.
0: Yeah, I, you know, actually, I, I, I'm quite excited by just um, once a, once a young young people get into playing sports and the competition element. I'm quite excited by that. You know, maybe I don't know, England squash. We did the coaching and they started to participate in in the sport, and then at the end of the year. Little competition and identifying talent. I think that's the one thing that really stands out for me. You know, you might just find a budding squash player and think, "Wow, you know what? They had the opportunity to participate. They really enjoyed it. They developed a skill set. They've got some talent, and we are able to give them a pathway now to towards you know maybe even a, yeah elite performance. Really, would be brilliant. That's why I look. That's what I really you know look look forward to. Yeah.
1: No, and I echo that. I think nothing can beat um, watching uh, youngsters having fun, enjoying mm. themselves, winning a trophy, mm. and just the camaraderie and the atmosphere that comes yeah. with all of it. It's, it's really exciting. And the only thing I'd add to that, is the thing I'm really looking forward to, is um, is variety. I just think mm. that there's so many opportunities out there, and I just think that it's difficult to access them. And I, I genuinely believe that the way we're approaching things and the way that the response we've had from the sporting organisations, I think we can be that conduit and that filter to make sports that tradition not been accessible for whatever reason mm-hmm. can be made accessible. Like you yeah. said, whether it be resources, whether mm-hmm. it be facilities, whether it be the attire that you have to wear, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Yeah. I think there's a mature conversation that we can have with sporting mm-hmm. organisations and schools mm-hmm to come to a common understanding to facilitate these, uh, this variety that I'm talking about. And um, for, for me, that that's going to be really exciting. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. But Talal, Jazakallah Khair for your time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, I hope you enjoyed yeah. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um,
1: if you'd like to participate in the Murabiun show, why not get in contact? It's as simple as going to our website, murabiun.com and filling out this simple form.